This for this podcast, episode 98. 1998. The year does not stand out that much, I gotta be honest. <laughs> Jay, any, any, any memories? Any good 1998 memories? Uh, no. Yeah, 1998 was nothing outstanding. All right. I remember my fashion sense being atrocious. I like that was the cargo pant era. Mm. Khaki cargo pants. Mm, yep. Uh anyway, we've got a very special guest this episode. Um Brandon Collins. Hey. Nice. Nice one. <laughs> uh <laughs> Medium Popcorn Podcast. Has been on the show before. It was a while ago. It's episode twenty one. I looked it up. Oh wow. Um yeah. Uh, if people want to go back and, and check that out, I'm sure the audio quality was really bad back then. We were <laughs> we were just getting getting started, uh, getting our feet wet in this podcast game. But uh, Brandon, I know you've uh, you're killing it lately. Um, oh, thank you, man. Uh, now trying to keep my head above water and not go insane from all this COVID stuff. I hear you, man. I hear you. Tell tell the listeners about your uh, your two podcasts you, you got going on. Yeah, I got a uh, medium popcorn nigga spoiling movies, which is a surprisingly in the credit Rotten Tomatoes movie review podcast, which means every review we do for the show, uh, someone from Rotten Tomatoes actually has to listen and then kind of summarize <laughs> our insanity to add to the tomato meter for movies, which I think is just hilarious. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. And that's been going on for almost five years now, and it's it's been great. Our, our Patreon's doing really good. Um, and we're just still having a lot of fun with it. And then I have a new podcast called What Kind of Mayo, which is essentially me revisiting the old Nickelodeon television show, Doug, um, and kind of reminiscing about my adolescence. Uh, spoiler alert, the show does not hold up when you're a 33 uh, man. Um, but still, I, I understand why I was into it. But then like, I'm reading more and more about like the characters and like Jim Jenkins and his intention. I'm like, there's some dark stuff here. So um I did like uh, I put out the first six episodes just like in bulk, and then I'm gonna do another uh, mini season at the end of June where I do like the next six episodes, and I have guests on to talk about their experiences with Doug, and then we all try to figure out what race Patty Mayonnaise is. Yeah, I was wondering. Okay, so the Mayo reference is a reference to to Patty. Is it her last name is Mayonnaise, not Mayo? Yeah, it's just like um, you know, it was just like a play on words and stuff is it not so she's not white is that not clear so she's not because doug so everyone agrees that doug is either white or like i guess if you want to like go in a sub section of that like he's he's jewish um okay we're trying to like be like all right if so that counts as white in the doug world like because doug judy his parents have this kind of like clear pinkish complexion patty is brown with blonde hair and a country accent and so it's like, well, she's clearly not white, but in white, I think that she, I'm still kind of leaning towards that, that she's like Dominican and she's just like from the country. <laughs> um, but then some people, like I had one guest on who thinks that she's a black woman. I had another guest on that thinks that, th- that she's like a biracial uh, girl. So there's like a bunch of different theories about what Patty Man is, especially when you compare her to different colors of everyone else in Bluffington. Man, I don't remember wow. this. I'm going to have to go revisit Doug. It's really weird. Also, his friend, his best friend, was like blue, right? Yeah, but he's clearly supposed to be black or like yeah. Guyanese. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah like if you just look at his style and the way, like it's 
this, this world is weird, man. This world is really. I, I like that you got specific to Guyanese too. That's that's real, man. You're really doing your research on that. Well, if you if you like a like I was I live in Queens. I've been in Queens for like 16 years, and so I've met a lot of Guyanese people, and it, it makes a little sense. Awesome, man. I could see it. Well, now. huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners, check that out. I I was just listening this week to your. Uh, your medium popcorn on tiger king and i uh which is good because i didn't really want to watch the show but i did kind of want to know what it's about so it's great to like have like just some funny comedians just fucking around with it yeah and my friend uh my co-host justin he does a really good joe exotic and so like i just it's just madness and he did and uh the thing the thing i think with tiger king is like it's just like a good stress reliever because it's such an insane thing you're like oh these people have it way worse than me because they're all fucking broken people and uh, all kinds of craziness and like i can get over like the assumed southern racist like racism that definitely is there you know like they revealed a video of like joe exotic ranting about how he can't say the n-word and stuff like (laughs) yeah have you watched the show? Like, I'm sure all of them are dropping them. Like, it's still like, it doesn't take away from the insanity of like the story, like with these animals and Carol Baskin. It's just like, it's right. We need it right now. And so that's why, like, I love that our show, we can just like take everything at like, you know, uh, wait, with base value and just kind of like go into that entertaining element versus like having to always dwell on the dark part of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I really like the intro too, where Justin's complaining about, you giving him like a an English muffin oh, yeah. that you didn't even cut up, but then you also had other snacks that that you were eating in front of him. Yeah, I'm my I'm, I'm my only child. In case you can't tell, I don't like to share things, and so <laughs> yeah, Justin, Justin, and I like had a uh, some Ripple, which is like liquid uh, THC, and so he he had what he calls the the yummies, and um, <laughs> <laughs> like. And I'm like, I'm very stingy because I'm like, if I, if I give him a lot of my good snacks and I got to go to key food or trade fair and it's a pandemic and that's always like putting me at risk. So I was just like, Hey, you want a muffin? <laughs> and I just ate easy to give him like this raw ass muffin. <laughs> it's just really bad. And then I started eating. Ice. Yeah, but then you were eating like ice cream in front of him. Yeah, like you weren't you weren't sharing the good snacks with him. Well, I don't. You had them. I'm not obligated. We split everything fifty fifty financially from the podcast. I don't have to give him all my personal stuff either. That is a that is a really good point too. <laughs> One more. Do you um. You're yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Smalls is, is killing people. Uh, well, let's get right into trifling in NYC. Um, you mentioned uh, you're in Queens. Um, I understand you have some sort of subway related issue that happened. Well, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because um, I haven't been on the train. I don't know about you guys. I haven't been on the subway in, I would say, almost two and a half months, if not longer. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, so, yeah same here. It's something I never thought I would miss, but then I was thinking the other day, like as the the weather was getting really warm, like a year ago on the the N train from uh, Astoria Boulevard into the city, there was this homeless dude at the end of the train that like shit all over the floor, and it wasn't like like logs, wait, like, melting you, shit. Yeah, I mean, they're usually the diet isn't great. So, but um. You were on this car, and he was shitting in the corner? Thing, like, you know, like, sometimes when you just get in the car, you don't peep that, like, a lot of people aren't in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. if it's, like, a crowded weekend, 
and like most cars are full. Like we just didn't peep that no one was in this car. And so we got in and it smelled to high heaven. It was just disgusting, right? And then we immediately like because we happened to be like at the door right next to the dude and all the shit. And so we started moving towards the end, right? And we moved towards the end, but the problem was <laughs> and this is the thing I also think like is funny, like about like New York, because right now New York has like no tourists. So I kind of like prefer that world for a while. Um, so we all moved to the end and we're like, we're waiting to get to 30th Ave so we can get out of the train and go to another car. But the, these guys, I think it was like the U S open or something like that. Cause this dude like was definitely dressed up like a rich person that had like, the best <laughs> of the US open. and he and his wife walked through the, the car right next, you know, right next to the homeless dude. And they step in, he, like the husband's mm. the shit oh, and no. doesn't realize it and kind of look around like he like smells something bad, but he doesn't realize and he starts walking towards this group of people oh. that are at the other end of the car, like afraid to like be. He's like walking towards us, and we're all like, "No, you stay there. You stepped into it." And he's just like, "What? I don't know." He's like British. He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And his wife's like, "Honey, you got shit on your feet." And it was just, it was disgusting. And he was like, he, "And I felt bad because like, what's he gonna do? Like, there's no like hose around for him to wash his shoes, you know?" No. And but he had open toe sandals. <gasps> So, like, I don't know how deep that stuff got into him, but it was, and I just remember, like, thinking about that. But then I'm also, like, I still miss the subway. <laughs> I, miss the, I miss stories like that, you know? Oh, so much. You shall be dead. I am stunned. I, I mean, we've, been, we've talked about a lot of stories here, and I think even stories involving people being nasty on the subway, yeah, that one, that, uh, he's, Jay, thoughts? Did he slide at all with the step? Oh, yeah. Like, he dragged it until we all screamed at him halfway through the car, like, don't come any closer. Because the smell was so bad. So disgusting. Yeah. Imagine if that gets on your toes. Oh. Yeah. In Queens, too, like, the the distance between the subway stops is pretty substantial, too. So, yeah, you're, you're on it. For a good a good little while there. Well, it's only like a two minute, like because in Astoria, like all the stops are pretty close to each other until you get to the city, and then that's when everything stretches out more. Um, so it, it, in theory, it shouldn't have taken us that long. But I remember the trains dragging, especially that day, and that's what made it worse. Since we were all just screaming at the screen. Wait, wait a second. Like, where was the, so where was the culprit? He was the shitter was on the train still. He was still in the car. Oh yeah, he just passed out. Bum <laughs> seats at the end, and that's why like when he walked, the guy walked through. He clearly didn't look around or like look in ahead to see what was mm. happening. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, I, I'm trying to think what you do because if he's on his way to the U.S. Open. I don't know. Do you go back home? No, I think you keep going at that point. Where do you wash it up? You just go to like a a bottle of water, right? And you just like try to, or you try to find like a bathroom ASAP. But then the thing is you're dragging shit around. Like, so you either had to find a patch of grass or uh, it was just, I I didn't want to think about the ways that you get that shit off. I was like, I don't care. I I mean, that's tainted forever. That, that sandal's got to go. That's why, I'm, yeah, the sandals got to go. You you don't spend like a fucking. You go to the U.S. Open. You're you're looking at like six hours. I, I at think least. there's probably yeah, a the store at the U.S. Open. You can buy a sandal or a shoe. I don't know because wasn't it at a uh, City Field? I don't think City Field just has like sandals <laughs> and shoes like at a you know at a little market. You can't pick up some sandals at a bodega. Oh, 
Um, I mean, well, the, the complex is out in, in Flushing, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, around, there is stuff around there, like Bodega, like, you can get, like, a cheap dollar store that has flip-flops. Oh, you could get off of Main Street, which is just a stop right after, but, like, they're tourists, so they don't know anything, you know? Oh, that's right, yeah, they're not going to know where to go. They wouldn't know where to go at all, except, but again, that wasn't, that wasn't my problem, my, my biggest concern <laughs> was to go away from them. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh cool. Yeah. Well my I do have a minor trifling at NYC, uh, we can get to quickly. But um it's weird because this is something I think this is this is a phenomenon that I read about on the internet maybe a week ago and then I encountered it in real life. Um I uh I live at Lower East Side. Uh I was up pretty late one night and um, there was a car. So apparently if you like run a phone call through your car speaker system through Bluetooth or whatever, it blasts out really loud, like the other end of the call. If you, if you do something wrong or your, or your settings aren't right. Yeah, I've definitely walked past the car and could hear the conversation through the speakers. Uh, so this was like late night and um yeah and so what i wrote down i was trying to make out the conversation it was super loud but all i heard was it sounded like a parent saying angela like a mother saying angela right okay okay um and then like it was like what what are you doing why aren't you home? Like stuff like that. But it was really loud and it was echoing throughout the whole block. Damn. That's loud. Yeah. That's not nearly as interesting as. <laughs> yeah, wait, that's the whole story. That, I mean, that's you basically didn't... it. Yeah. I didn't, I, I couldn't make, you didn't go down. I couldn't really like, make out. Trying to help Angela. Like Angela, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty late and you know, like, this is something I've noticed in the in this COVID era in New York. Like something I didn't think about, especially in my neighborhood. Like it's pretty active. There's a lot of people around basically until the bars close at 4 a.m. So there is a certain safety mechanism in just a lot of regular people being out and about. But now because everything closes at like eight, like the bars are sort of open, like for takeout drinks and people kind of just hang out. Yeah, in front of them. Crazy world we're in. We're like slowly becoming New Orleans. <laughs> is that what happens in New York? You know Orleans? what I mean? Like it's gonna be like open container. Like you can't really hard for cities to go back from these kind of policies. So right, if you have like curbside pickup for bars and people are just congregating outside drinking those cups, like it's only going to escalate from there. They're not gonna be able to go back to it not being like that. Because we're gonna be doing this for the next like few months at least. Now I can sense from your tone that that you're not doing this sort of thing. Oh, kind of. I mean, is it going to upset a, you if you hear that, that I, I have done? I, I'd be very frustrated just because I, I, you know, I have like um, a lot of like uh, pre-existing conditions and stuff like that. So I, I, it's me like more vulnerable to COVID. Like I had right. like two, two years ago. So I have to be like really careful with this stuff. And so it sucks. Like I you had, had, sorry, you had what? Two years ago? Oh yeah, shit. I okay. have to be like really careful, and so like for me, it's like it's kind of like when Bart Simpson broke his leg, and like every, he got the pool, and so everyone is pretty mm. pool, and I'm just like out, you know, upstairs watching everyone angrily. Yeah, that's how it feels. 
yeah, you, you get that FOMO. I mean, yeah, it's look, these places, uh, they don't want to go out of business. Um, it doesn't seem like the cops are enforcing any kind of open container, which I, I don't really have a problem with, honestly. Um, yeah, it, it is bad because, you know, obviously you have to move your mask in order to drink these, these drinks. Yeah, like... Um, and, and also like one part that's annoying is people are just sitting on stoops, but like in front of apartment buildings. Cause you know, the oh, bar oh, might right. have a stoop. All right. What's that, that? They're sitting sitting on stoops that aren't like of apartments that aren't theirs too, right? Yes. Then that yeah, because yeah, like if you're being loud, so that really bothers, especially with yeah. four people on the first floor. That's like incredibly inconsiderate. Yeah, that's already annoying. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jay, you're out in Brooklyn. Uh, are people doing? Are you seeing them? Um, not so much where I am. I did see reports of people getting to go drinks and hanging out in front of places but i i've seen people just get to go drinks and walk i've definitely seen people like walking and drinking open container um but and i've seen the stoop stuff as well people, like one person sitting on like the bottom stairs and then someone all the way up at the top and they're just out there talking with each other and drinking um i can't tell if they live there or not but if they don't i'd be annoyed if i lived there and heard that conversation i know that mm. Yeah, like if they're talking about like Angela and like, you know, needing like coming home or. Yeah, but I did get it to go margarita for the first time and it was delicious, I tell you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I might do that. I mean, there's a nice bar up the street that could just pick up something real quick, but it's also, it's not the same, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not. Uh, Definitely not. I mean, the summer's coming. Summer in New York. Uh, usually pretty nice, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's going to definitely be clearer because there's less pollution, so that would be nice. Well, every cloud, every cloud. <laughs> um, okay, that got... <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> let's, get... <laughs> let's get into... Uh... Uh, the main main segment. Uh, we're doing another zombie escape plan um, segment. This is um, where we basically we set up um, some made up zombie scenario and talk through how we would uh, try to escape. Um, we also do this as sort of a spin off, like one off show. Like I, I really enjoy these. Like they they're weird and like it is kind of interesting to think think through. We're both zombie movie fans. I don't know, Brandon. I, Seems like most people are. Yeah, I love Tom the Dead, um, The Walking Dead until season seven ish, maybe. Um, and I, I uh, love World War Z. I think it's like the best zombie mm. uh, book I've ever read. The movie completely butchered it. I don't know how you do that. Um, oh yeah, that that book was amazing. I came across that randomly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's so unsettling. Like when they, they just talk about like the different ways that like the, the world tried to, you know, tackle the zombie apocalypse. And then you meet all these different like people in different countries and how they deal with it. It's incredible. Like, it talks about zombies and sewers. There's that one dude who's I think he's in Japan who like doesn't even know that there's a zombie apocalypse happening. And then like he's trying to navigate his way out of his apartment just because he realizes he's had no food. It's like it's an incredible book. Um, and so like, uh, if you're really into zombies, I would recommend picking that up. I think it's by Max Brooks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mel Brooks' son, too. 
Um, yeah, and I think maybe that you know, now that I think about it, it might be sort of an inspiration for this segment that that we do. Um, also, last of us, just because video game of all time, besides Zelda Ocarina of Time, The Last of Us. Yeah, it's like a zombie apocalypse movie uh, game. No, I'm familiar with it. You said it's the best video game of all time. I, I think it's one of the best. I, I am playing God of War four though on PS4 on a 4K TV though. So oh, look at you, oh. Uncle Penny, that's Uncle Penny bags. Wow, yeah. I just, bought a, I just bought another god on top of a dragon. <laughs> like this game is amazing. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. How do you think of this stuff? <laughs> Uh, Jay, you, you fight? What you fighting gods on dragons? No, that sounds very complicated. I, I, <laughs> I have more like fighting, fighting candy and like crushing candy on your phone. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty partisan to Halo. I think that was the the last series I, I got into. But um, anyway, let let's get into this. And I sent you guys these two scenarios. And I realized that I left a certain part out of the first one. So you're going to have to think on your feet a little bit here. Um, but I, I'm sure you guys will do all right. Um, so I'm just going to read the scenario as I sent it to you. Um, this is basically, it's your first day at college. Um, you're in your dorm room, uh, your freshman dorm room. Uh, so I think each of us should give a brief description of what our, what our freshman dorm is like. Uh, you're by yourself. It's the day after you moved in. Um, and all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. You open it and it's, oh shit, it's a bunch of zombies. It's roughly 20 slow zombies that start pouring in. You said slow, right? Like we're talking like Resident Evil slow? Uh, yes. Resident Evil, um, Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Got it. Slow. Um, and they start pouring and they've been outside you don't know what's going on. They're, now they're in your room. You sort of back up a little bit. And you have to figure out what to do with the stuff you have in your dorm the day after you moved in. The part I forgot to say that I'm adding now is the only way out is through that door. Oh, come on oh, now. Come on. Oh, this is- <laughs> I'm going to die then. <laughs> Well, you know, not all of these have like a hundred percent success rate. So, we, but you talk it through. The reason I did this is because I realized I had a bedroom. Like in my dorm, there was like separate bedrooms, that, and there's a window, so I could have oh, just look gone at this fancy guy over here with separate separate bedrooms in here. What? Well, we had um, in our dorm, we had the two uh, two rooms that were adjacent to each other connected through a bathroom, and so I could okay. easily like blot. The entrance, like if I moved quick enough, I could block the entrance with like, you know, the the bunk bed and then run through the bathroom out the window of the other room. So, okay, let's set it up. So, Brandon, say, say this again. So, the entrance, so, so describe the outlet, basic of just your dorm. Right? Yeah. So just one, one big room, room with beds in it? Yeah. If you come in, there's a closet to your left that's like, um, you know, I think it had three sliding doors and then you walk in a little bit more. To the right, there's the bathroom that's used by uh, this dorm room and the one adjacent to it um, that has like a shower, a sink and stuff. And then you just walk a little bit more in and there's two bunk beds, uh, one at each side of the room and then desks in the middle. It's really okay. Okay, I can picture that. So, so what was your plan again? So my plan was initially when I thought it was just like this layout, what I would do is as soon as I hear them coming through, I get up, I move the the one of the bunk beds over like into the hallway like kind of like blocking their entrance from the door 
So it's it's really hard. Like maybe one or two could crawl through the space between the bunk beds. That's about it. And then I immediately run through the bathroom into the other dorm room, lock that door, and then go out the window of uh, that dorm room. Okay. That's a great plan. So that's your initial plan. But if you have to go through the door that the zombies are coming in. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm a little uh, chubby, so they're going to grab onto some meat and I'm going to be dead. Wait a minute. You can, what if you let the, what do you mean there's no weapon? I have one laptop in this dorm room. Uh, okay. I, I, there's no, like, no baseball bats. There's nothing, man. Like, I would, I would be, I mean, I don't have enough time to put on enough padding, like, you know, enough clothes on, like, if they try to bite me to protect yeah. me. Um, I'm just thinking about what I had. Like, I'm being really realistic, like, at the time when I was in the dorms. I would have nothing, maybe a lamp to swing around. But if there's 20 something, even if they're slow, I'm, I might be in big trouble trying to get through that entrance. Uh, how tight it was compacted the way that St. John's did it. Like I'm just being realistic and saying like, I'm, I'm in big trouble. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not looking good. Um, good at all. Okay. Jay, why, why don't we go to you? Just give a brief description of your. Okay. It's um, the basic, just, big rectangle so if you come in the door um <clears throat> to the right was a closet and then if you keep following that wall on the right hand side it's just like closet dresser closet dresser then desk area and then on that that wall that's parallel to the door wall there was one bed and then on the wall to the left i had my bed over there um so yeah and i'm in so this is it like essentially like a studio apartment with two, for two people basically studio apartment yeah one bed on the back wall one bed on the left hand wall um perpendicular and yeah i had zero weapons in there um not even a chair i guess there was <laughs> i was just guess there was I mean, I was sitting somewhere. Yeah, so there was a chair. There was a chair. Um, At least one chair. No, there were probably two chairs, right? Okay, so what are you doing with these zombies? So so they knock on the door, and I politely just, like, open it, because I'm being (laughs) my first day. Like, hey, guys, like, I'm Justin. (laughs) Like, trying to introduce myself. (laughs) And I realize they're zombies. So that's, like, the scenario. Okay. So then, <laughs> and that's the only way out. I guess I would try um, for me to get out of there. I would have to somehow lure them all the way in, which I don't know if I would mm-hmm. be fast enough. I would run like to the back wall, probably flip that bed across, right? And then I would be between the, the, the door. It'd be like, door of zombies coming through right then the bed mm-hmm. and then i'm behind yeah. the bed and then behind me is the other wall so then i would just like maybe slowly try to angle the bed and keep it as a barrier <laughs> while i kind of work okay. my way around but it, the bed's not high enough like they're just gonna crawl over you know this is the other problem or maybe if i flip it up so it's like you know lengthwise so it's up in the air and i and i'm like sliding along the wall with that and then like pushing it pushing it Mm, 
I don't think I'm strong enough to hold off 20 zombies, though. Like, the force of 20 zombies leaning on the bed. Um, so you think they'd, they'd basically overrun you? Like, I think the like, number yeah, is so the you, problem. So I could probably handle, like, two or three if this plan might work. Yeah. 20 of them, 20, I'd 20, just yeah. be completely overwhelmed. I don't even think 20, 20 of them could get into the room so I could, like, try and maneuver my way out, you know? That's well, you know, they'll, they'll be... What's that, Brandon? That's a very specific number, 20, because occasionally it, it, it should be like a little handful, because otherwise, why are they all coming to my dorm? If I'm the only <laughs> in, in this building, I'm definitely in trouble. If that's why they're sniffing me out. Well, you know, it's 20 because that's the scenario. So, um, uh, so I, would, I would try to. Well, work let me my ask way you this. Them. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you think what. Okay, did you ever maybe have like a dorm room party in your dorm room where you had roughly 20 people there just to get a sense of what that would be like no not in, Brandon? not in that one i did i did you did okay so you yeah so what was that like senior year um yeah i mean that was like a, a it was a corner room in manhattan so and it was a it was like a high floor um and so getting out of there i i would have to at the time, I had a big TV, so maybe I could have broke that up and started using that to stab zombies. Mm, yeah. That's okay. what, wait, what? How? What part of the TV are you gonna use after? Well, if you just like slam it on the floor, like I'm sure there's a bunch of like giblets and stuff like that yeah, I could use. Something like, sharp. Something <laughs> sharp would come out of that. Yeah, part of the screen because it's one. Of the, you know, it's before HD TV, so it had a huge back. There's probably right. okay. I could have used there like to like stab up a few zombies in the head or, or at least like give myself a fighting chance. I mean I've made it all the way out the door, but at least I would have been able to take out a few zombie brains. Yeah. Go straight for the brains with like, okay, broken glass or something. Um Yeah, that's that's something. All right. So my my dorm had it was for four people, but it had like a common room and then two bedrooms, and then each of the bedrooms had bunk beds. Um, so them, and then, yeah, my initial plan was, uh, I would just go into one of the bedrooms and then go out the window because the window, and I was on the first level my freshman year. Um, so that was right on the sidewalk. I could get out, jump to the sidewalk, no problem. So that's why I made it this one a little bit trickier. Um, but if I had to go back out, I think again, Jay, like you said, luring them all in. Okay, like if if they're streaming in, obviously you can't get out that door that, while they're coming in. So you get you do have to let them all in, um, which is intimidating. But uh, as far as weapons, I'm probably gonna grab a chair because I think it's at least good. It's not too heavy, and you can like push them away from you just to keep some distance. But I think I'm going in my room. And this is, I'm not saying this is a great plan, by the way, because this is a hard one if you have to go out the same door. But I'm going to go on the top bunk of the bunk bed. Um, I guess I'd probably, I'd probably leave the door open, actually. I don't want to close the door because if I close the door, and that, then I have the same problem um, as before, but, but worse. Because as soon as I open it, they're going to flood into the bedroom, which is smaller than the overall dorm room. Um, so I'm going to leave the door open. I'm going to go into the bedroom, go on the top bunk, 
and let them all congregate. Try to, they'll, they'll be trying to reach me, but they're not tall enough because they can't jump up to the top bunk. Um, and hopefully, you can, like, slide you know, they, all the way to the back. I'm gonna go on the top bunk, and I'll go against the wall. If they, if their hands are sort of reaching, I'm just gonna use the chair to like bash them a little bit. So you're climbing but up I think I let... to the top bunk with a chair. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Put the chair up there first, and then I climb up. I see you doing that, but okay, I'm not bad. <laughs> At least I wasn't. Bad. Oh, that's true. That's true. This is this is <laughs> this is a while ago. This is 1999. Okay, so maybe. Okay, okay. You didn't have to put an exact date on it, but um, uh, but I think I think my plan is let them all get in there and be grope trying to reach me from you know at, at, while I'm on the top bunk, and then I think I just try to jump. I just try to. They're all in the room. I try to jump from the, the bunk bed, which wasn't too far from the door, the bedroom door, out of the bedroom door over their heads. Like I do a flying leap. Ideally, I can clear all of them. And then I um, and then I just make a break for it. How high is this ceiling that you're jumping off the top bunk? Well, you know the top bunk. You know there's probably like another four feet of clearance to the ceiling. Why? I was just thinking you got to go a long way. I think you need more than that. I mean, adrenaline will help you get through that, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I just need to, I just need to do a little scurry and then a jump. I mean, I guess, yeah, I can't do a running jump yeah. and leap that you're right. It's, it's not tall enough for that. Yeah. You're not Tom Cruise, the mission impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, none of us are like, that guy. He's going to, I mean, he, movie, right? He's, yeah, I feel like he's got to like, isn't he trying to go to like the space station? To exactly. shoot? He's going to die making him. We're going to see him die on camera. That's probably I mean, that's going to get him right now. <laughs> Is that that's on your end, Brandon? No, that's me. That's me over here. Um. Okay. But anyway, like here and here's a, here, okay. So here's a second plan I had. If I if I avoid, like you, you know, Brandon, you're saying this. You got this big TV. I'm thinking of. <sighs> Like, I don't think fighting off 20 zombies is that insurmountable as you guys seem to think. Oh, whoa. I, I think it's, I think 20 is a large number, plus it's a very tight space. Like, my Jason Bourne all of a sudden. If I had, like, some Jason Bourne skills, maybe. You get a chair. You don't think you can bash in their head. You just take a swing at their head, knock them to the ground, they I bash. Don't, I don't think it's that easy, man. I mean, I remember I ran a summer camp and, like, having, like, I think I had, like, 12 kids we were i forgot what game we were playing but they had to essentially i think it was like touch football or something like that and i had like 12 kids of varying ages try to tackle me down the ground and that was tough so i can only imagine 20 like maybe fully grown zombie things really aggressively trying to eat me that's gonna be tough they're slow zombies though yeah, but you know, so you don't know what kind of strength zombies have. I think that's the one thing we never got clarification on in any of these books. Like, how much of their muscle, like you know, still stays in tats? Like, if like you're, there's a big former football player who's a zombie now, does he still have football player strength, or is he just like mindless and just like, you know, you know what I mean? How aggressive? I think that's yeah, a, that's an excellent question. I I think they still have, huh? Uh I think they I have think their they, living. Yeah, strength. they would still have. 
they have the mass of of whatever their just their weight you know of, of their yeah their muscle mass so yeah yeah they would have the strength i mean but zombies like they're just lunging for you when they get close to grab you i mean once they grab you yeah then it's really going to be really tough but as long as you can keep them away from you like you can knock them on the ground pretty easily i think I I, th- I think so too. I mean, I'm a, I don't know. I'm, I'm revising mine. Maybe I would just like pick up the mattress, but the mattresses are harder to carry than you think so too. Yeah. But I mean, so I'm, you're gonna? I'm going off of like what Walking Dead is positive regards the zombies because when those zombies like randomly or somehow pop up on characters and like knock them to the ground, it seems like these folks are really really struggling to get them off of them. So I don't know if it's maybe the weight of like, you know, having all these clothes that have been just drenched or like dirty, whatever. Um, but even like from adults to the kids, like it always seemed like they really, really struggle to get through. That. Yeah. I mean, I think, look, if, if someone's trying to attack you just generally, even regular person, like, yeah, like the weight of a person, if, if they're on top of you, that that's it's just mass that you got to deal with. Like, you know, like in sort of movies where they show like a realistic killing like uh moving the body is always pretty hard right but Um, see this is this is what i'm I'm saying that i could only hold up so long against the 20 like my my bed shield strategy as soon as there's 20 of them pushing on i'm done i can't hold up against 20 like zombies but it wouldn't be all 20 pushing right at the same time you know as you can maneuver a little bit you know I, I like your know. your You're... bed idea because using that as like a shield and sort of maneuvering maybe around them, it's going to be tough to get around them and then yeah, because at some I'm... point you're going to have to just try to push them over with that, which I think you could push a few of them over if they're right next to it. I think so too, and it's some the problem is at some point I'm going to be exposed. If I could, right? Yeah. Uh, the problem is not... yeah. I... The problem is this. 20... I... I can't get past the 20. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote down and I don't know why, how I wrote this down, but I was like using the TV, like a bowling ball. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, if you had a mini TV, you could definitely do that. Um, I just remember my TV being like 35 pounds or some shit. I mean, what the TV that we had was pretty small. Um, but I mean, even then maybe like, maybe it was like a 19 inch, um, but one of the you know big the fat booty ones. Um, so <laughs> that's only. Gonna, but the thing is, the problem with that is like the the number twenty is like yeah, you can only take out a few with that. And especially if you're just throwing a TV at them, then you know that's it. You know what I was? That bowling ball gave me a good idea around this time. Um, and if you guys remember, that's this is when it was like blue and like tangerine. Those i the iMac was popular. That one with like the handle on the top that you could grab. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If you had, like a couple people on my floor had that, but if I I didn't have it, but if I had that in my room, yeah, you could grab that handle and sort of swing it around, bowling ball style. That might do something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Know. Well, going back to you, Brandon. Um. You you're just like you're you're throwing in the towel. You, yeah, less, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking less. I can get a bunch of pens and like, but even then, you can't you can't stab a pen through a skull. I think with zombies, you might be able to. 
if they're degraded the eyes, enough. Maybe. But you have to still get pretty close. There's not like a really long pen or anything. Um, yeah, you got to be pretty close for that to work. Yeah. I, I think probably the best cases I have is like in the later dorm room I had with the big TV, trying to use that to like, you know, throw it against the zombies, pick up uh, whatever pieces I can of the screen, just using that to stab through, stab my way through. But even then, I, I imagine I'm going to get either grazed by some teeth on my arms or something like that, or like I'm going to get scratched up like to high heaven. Yeah. So no matter what, I'm probably infected and gonna like infect everybody who I'm with, and they're gonna have to shoot me. In wait, the wait, are we are we in our world? Zombie scratches infect you? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I mean that that happens sometimes. I mean, I know it's usually the bite because of saliva and stuff, but you know, I'm thinking the worst case scenario with the zombie apocalypse, Dang. where it's like the ultimate virus. You know? Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so even if there's any, if you're blooded or like if you have an open wound of any kind caused by a zombie, yeah. Um, wasn't there a movie right. that did that too? No, 28 Days Later was still Bites, right? Um, what? No, I mean, in that one, there's, I remember one oh, of the characters. Water drop and stuff, that was just blood on blood. Yeah, he just gets blood in his eye, and then he turns. Yeah, I'm thinking about the guy at the beginning with um, Naomi Harris. You know, she had the machete. She had to cut him up. I feel like he didn't get bit. He just got scratched, and she's still like, mm. and I might be. Yeah, that could be. Remembering that. Um, okay, well, just to, just to wrap up, I, I think summarize summarize your your strategy in one sentence, and then give your what percentage of survival you think you could, you can you can you'll have uh, jay why don't you go first um i guess my basic strategy would be like the bed shield uh i give myself like a two percent chance of getting out of the room damn God damn <laughs> okay brandon yep uh i'm gonna go with the the latter strategy which is throw a tv at them try to use that to slice my way through but i i probably have a 10 percent chance of surviving that because even if I survive out of the room, depending on if there's 20 zombies in my dorm room, that means that the whole city's overran and I'm probably in trouble. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think my strategy is I am going to go with the get on the top bunk, lure them into the bedroom and then make a, uh, you know, a ro- Rocky uh, from Rocky okay. and Bullwinkle <laughs> style leap. Uh <laughs> It, over round, their heads into the living the room. I can see well, you literally just jumping off the bed and going right into their mouths. Like one of those like epic fails, like the hero moment. You just go right into their. It's just like you go right into the money pit. It's like that beginning uh, from the the other guys yeah. where uh, <laughs> Samuel Jackson and The Rock like jump off a roof, thinking they're gonna catch some some criminals that are ziplining and then they just, they just fall to their deaths. Dude, my, my wife and I remember seeing that in the theater and like, we were just like, wait, there's nothing down there. Like they're like, you think for the bushes, they jump. And then everyone's like, in the theater's like, wait, what? And then they died. And we're like, As an audience, everyone's just like, what just happened? That movie's amazing. I, I remember. Amazing. I've never seen this. This is the oh, movie dude. Will Ferrell. Right? And Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. You guys see that just for that part. Like if anything, it's really funny though. But like that's like a especially funny part. That one's great. There's another part in it, I, and I remember I was watching it on my laptop, and I I had to, I 
I had to secure my laptop because I was laughing so hard and I was worried it was going to fall on the floor. Was it the like I just, No, it was the it was the part where um what's that dude? Uh, he's a UCB guy. Um, but he's talking like they find a car that had been stolen and then oh, yeah, yeah. he's going through like he's like yeah some homeless people uh made a shelter out of this car and then they had an orgy in it and he was going through all the stuff that he found in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was dying. Yeah. So Jay, you got to see that. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Okay. Watch this. Michael Keaton's in it too. He's really funny. Michael Keaton. Oh, oh he's funny. yeah, yeah. He's, he's, the, he's like the the chief, but he also works at night times at Bed Bath Beyond. It's so funny. I forgot I about that. So and the scene with like Brett Gelman and and Ava Mendes and yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the second scenario that we have. Let's take a, let's do a quick palate cleanser. Um, okay. So this one, we're going back in time for this one. We don't do too many scenarios that are set, you know, su- su- substantially in the past. This one's going back about a thousand years. Um, Vikings. We're Vi- we are Vikings and we're on one of the long ships, one of the famous Viking long ships that they used. Historically, they actually were able to go from Norway to uh, Greenland and then on to Nova Scotia and upper Canada. Um, I think Leif Erikson is, is the most prominent explorer uh, of that era. Um, but let me let me just read through this scenario. Uh, this would be around the year 1100, and we're part of a Viking explorer expedition to the northeastern edge of Canada. We're in a Viking longship that holds about 40 people. Uh, Brandon, you're the captain of the ship, and Jay and I are your two lieutenants, basically. So we're all together in this. Uh, we're within sight of land. So we can see the eastern edge where we got 40 guys, we had a long trip. We can see land, but we're about an hour away from shore. Um, When, uh uh-oh, suddenly, uh, we look back and we notice at the very rear of the boat that there are two fast zombies. Now, these are 28 Days Later style zombies. Oh, Jesus. This is the scariest one. Yes. These are by far the scariest kind of zombies. Yeah. So there's two of them. There's only two of them, and they're at the rear of the boat. And we're at the front of the boat. We look back at, you know, these these long ships are about, you know, they're 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 long. Um and so and there's about, you know, roughly 30, 35 people between us, us three at the front, and the rear where we see this this uh this chaos going on. Um they start attacking. Uh the crewmen are trying to fight them off, but it's not going very well. Um, how do you, you need to survive until you reach shore while these fast zombies are working their way towards you. So you have an hour until you're at shore. Um, Jay, I'm going to go to you first. Um, well, you know, this one was interesting, right? Cause I thought if I'm all the way at the front and they're coming from all the way to the other end, I don't think they're going to make it to me through a boat, through a boat full of, too fast zombies immediately like because i imagine this is like when like you get bit and within like a few minutes you're turning right yes yeah really quick you're multiplying very fast (sighs) i do i i I think that my fellow vikings would kill them before they got to me but if they didn't um I don't think I would go towards them and I haven't really so I was looking at your longboat stuff I don't really see any like lifeboats on there for me to cowardly escape on. <laughs> um, 
That was what? that was my first instinct. I was like, "Is there a lifeboat? I can just be gone." No lifeboats. No, there's no life preservers either. <laughs> um, I and I and presumably people would stop rowing once they saw the zombies coming, right? So we wouldn't have much progress. So I I I think I would sort of leave go. F- oh, like this is against most of my instincts, but I guess I would go forward and like try to encourage everybody to fight back. We would have to we would have to defeat the mm. zombies. We're not going to make it. If they overrun the boat, obviously, um, and if there's enough people turned, and then we can't row, so I think I would, I would try to alert everyone to what was happening. I don't know for some reason I only realized there were zombies, but and then take up our arms and destroy them. Like we are some of the most fearsome, you know, warriors in the world at this point. I, I think a boat full sure. of us could take on these zombies. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Brandon. Yeah, as captain, I would tell the people to still keep rowing and mm, like damn. Cal and Justin, like get your fucking axes. Like we Whoa. should have hardcore axes and swords and we're just slicing people's heads. Yeah. Like that this really shouldn't be that I mean it's gonna be scary seeing zombies for the first time, but it this shouldn't be as scary as anything else we've encountered probably on the So I would just slice them up and then continue the path towards shore. I think so you're saying okay so really fast let me so okay hold on so there's there's the zombies that are attacking let's say four or five i mean the thing is if they start attacking out of the blue two of them are going to turn into four pretty quickly but you're you're going to make you're going to order the rowers to continue rowing yep. while they're watching so they're not going to be fighting no no i think this is like uh let's say maybe there's 10 if we have both hands with axes or swords, we should just be able to run through and start slicing off heads. That's what I think too. I think with, and especially we have yeah. armor. Like if I'm like if I'm so like you know souped up like a freaking Viking, I should have enough like armor where I'm like me my head knowing about zombies. I'm not too afraid because I have the brute strength and the weaponry to immediately dispose of zombies. But these are fast zombies, so you think even then, a, like, I, if they're, I think they're, they're running they're, at your top speed. Yeah, we're in better shape than we would be now because, like, we have actual, like, we have the sharpest, like, like things that can easily slice off heads. Right. We're slicing we're off heads. Like, they, they, I don't think they can really take advantage of their speed in this enclosed space. I think the space neutralizes their speed factor. I think, you know, people are going to be pretty disoriented, like, with... You know, these guys are used to fighting, yes, but they're not used to fighting their own fellow soldiers. You know, it's going to be that disorientation factor of like, what the fuck is going on? Well, okay, this guy's attacking me. I got to fight back, even though this is my brother in arms. Um, that level of disorientation, I think. I mean, I do like, Brandon, I do like your, your thing about, no, you keep rowing. But some of those guys might die. I mean, you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet, right? Mm-hmm. You do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have they have pourable liquid eggs these days, so. You know. I'm I'm just saying, like, if we're Vikings, we're probably already disoriented because we're drinking all the fucking time. We're fucking each other. <laughs> like, this is gonna be this is gonna be like maybe a little 
in like the the, the roadmap. I don't I don't think we're gonna be. I could just see like me as a captain seeing fucking zombies like rah, 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 running through like, Oh, it's another Tuesday, and then I just start slicing by the soldiers. Like, I don't think I'm gonna be too fucking uh, bad zombies. Um, yeah. Did you? Say, I'm sorry. Did you say fucking each other? Uh, it's Vikings, man. If you like read about this stuff, yeah. Okay, I don't know if I want to go down that road. I'm just um, okay. <laughs> so my news of this, you said I'm just gonna be disoriented. I'm like, I've seen. I think as a Viking, I've seen way worse. Okay, that's a fair point. Yeah, like okay, these are people were known. Look, war is hell. These are guys who have seen, yeah, the worst shit you can see. Like you, you stab your, you know, your blade in, in someone's stomach. They shit themselves. Um, you know, maybe someone's someone's wearing sandals. They step in that shit, and it's all over. You know, there's no bottles of water on, you can buy at that toes. point to clean it off. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Um, okay, so here's my plan. Like, I, you guys are a lot more aggressive than than I was thinking about being here. My thing is. I don't want to deal with these fast zombies, period. I think that the, I, I think you guys are overestimating the ability for these guys to fight them off. I think two is going to turn into four really quick, and then that's going to turn into eight. And so I don't want to deal with any part of that. So my, my strategy is actually going over the side of the boat, but because there's ropes along, along the boat, basically just hanging on to the side. Um, hoping that you know they'll still be rowing to shore or or at the very least the momentum or maybe the sail will s- send us to shore but i'm just going to hide basically i'm going to i'm going to go over the side quietly i'm going to hang on to the rigging and i'm going to just going to hide while all the chaos is going on on the boat until we get close enough to land that i can just swim to land wow wow okay i <laughs> And you're just assuming that the boat's going to keep rowing. Well, it's it's probably going to stop rowing at, at some point in my estimation. Uh, but I think you can get close enough to where, like, I, my 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 point is, I don't want to deal with fighting that that shit at all. Like fast zombies, like I, I don't want to deal with it. Uh, that's, that's and I think that's a good hi- I think it's a good hiding place. No, it's. It's not a bad hiding place. However, you're you're putting yourself at risk though with all that armory and stuff on the side trying to hang like that for over an hour. That's going to be tough. It would be, yeah, but I mean a scenario too. And let let's say that your fellow Vikings you drown before over, overcome these zombies. Do you think they just let you get away with that? Like it's all it's, saying, it's like, cool. if anyone oh, else survives. Right, like Oh yeah, you were just hanging be. on the side till we finished off everybody. Like, it's all good now. No, I mean, no. you're dead. Then, so too. you're you're dead. The concern there is that if I show this act of cowardice, you know, some might say cowardice. Yeah, <laughs> some might. Say. <laughs> um, that assuming I do survive and anyone else in my crew survive fighting off these zombies, that they're gonna have an issue with me possibly take me out most certainly i would as captain i kill you <laughs> <laughs> like i said we've seen worse shit man that's a fair point um yeah i don't know like you we've seen 28 days later like the thing with these fast zombies like 
like with the slow zombie, like you we were talking about in the other scenario, even like a couple slow zombies being on you, like as soon as they grab you, you're done. Imagine someone fully hyped up on adrenaline running at you at top speed and just wanting to rip you apart. That's that's no joke, even if even if you're Look, a Viking. I, I agree. It's no joke. However, at this point, like the Vikings, we still we still have numbers on our side. And it, like if you, I think that's just part of, you know, part of the life. Like if you, somebody's attacking somebody, one of your, you know, one of your fellow Vikings, you're going to attack that person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that what starts as two overcomes the entire ship. Yeah, there's going to be casualties. But because most of the time the zombies are like stopping and, and eating a little bit. They're not just biting, scratching, moving on, next person, bite, scratch. You know, they're going to enjoy some guts, some brains. <laughs> Then. Yeah. The only way that, the only way this overwhelms the ship is if they start a below and slowly killing the whole crew down like below before we know what's going on up 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 above on the sh- uh, the deck. That's well, the long ship the- is basically just it's like a like picture like a long rope. Yeah, it's just one like long boat. So even then, like we, we should be good. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. And you don't necessarily have to kill them. You just need to get them off the side because zombies aren't swimming either. Oh, okay. So just knock them over the side. So, okay, let me ask you this. Brandon, as captain, you make this order. You turn to your left. You see me immediately go over the side. <laughs> the situation is handled you've been ordered within. To go back and kill them, and you hop over the, the side. The situation seems like Jay. You go fight, fight them off. Situation's handled for you guys in five minutes or so. And then I'm, you know, I maybe try to crawl over. Brandon, as captain, what, what's your... Oh, we're going to hang you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? We're going to hang you. <laughs> what, what were you thinking? You immediately disobeyed an order. <laughs> like, I re- I'm like, we're going to pull you up, and then we're going to hang you in front of everyone so everyone knows what a traitor looks like. <laughs> You gonna hang me on the boat? Yeah, we're gonna hang you on like the the pole. Oh, uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna probably take turns stabbing you and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's a bad guy. Take turns stabbing. Gonna, we're Vikings. We're brutes. We're fucking. We're Neanderthals. It's gonna be rough for you. You would be better off if you're drowning or fighting with us. Your cowardice is gonna make you have a worse death than you could have had. <laughs> Gonna be worse than being eaten alive. <laughs> yes. Because at least that would be fast and you would turn to a zombie pretty quickly, so you don't know which way is up. But this, oh, we're gonna make you remember. And then we're gonna make sure that everyone else on board understands that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty bad if like yeah. mm. I mean, okay, it, it is pretty funny if I do it immediately. I wasn't thinking about doing it immediately. <laughs> well, I guess I I mean I, I thought that it's going to go bad a lot quicker than, than you guys. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right. Vikings, they can handle their shit. Um, you would be disgraced. Your family would be disgraced. Everyone. Yeah, oh, now you're, kill, you're killing home. my family, too? And we wouldn't. I don't know if you would kill your family, but your family definitely would hear about your cowardice when we return. <laughs> and like, yeah, your parents would be so disappointed. They're going to have to change their name? Mm-hmm. Have be whispering about your your wife and your son. Be like, look, the father was a coward. You heard what he did. 
and they would know. Yeah. Yep. That's rough. Yeah, how'd he go? Oh, he went poor. He went really rough. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dude, we might. It, it's Vikings, man. We might do some really fucked up shit to your body. <laughs> So this is, and this would be after. So okay, so you, you put down the the zombie rebellion, you make it to <laughs> Canada, Canada. Uh, you do whatever to do there, and then you head back to Norway. And at that point, are you going to have pieces of my body? Your body's still decaying on the ship at this point. So my body just been. If anything, we had a if we had like a scientist zombie uh, Viking, he might be experimenting with like let's say like we cut off some heads of the zombies and one of the heads is still moving. We might experiment with your body, hitting your body and seeing you reanimate your zombie. Let's experiment and see like how this works. Exactly. So you, I told you you're gonna have a really rough go. Used to be oh, that's very amazing. Yeah, that's perfect. So just just so I have this straight. <laughs> You're going you're gonna to keep some of the zombies alive. Their head's still going to be biting, and they'll be restrained. But you're going to use my desecrated body, which or some part of it at least, to let the zombie bite it just to see what happens to my body, see if I reanimate. Possibly, yes. But I'm thinking like even when you're like still alive, like after we've stabbed oh, them to like let you suffer, we might like the scientist Viking might be like, wait a minute, Padres. We need to like see what's happening with these zombies. There's one moving head, and we start biting you with that zombie head. So it's still you're still like, experiencing all the things you decide to avoid. Somebody's <laughs> holding this head, and it's just biting. We're fucked up. We're Viking. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty bad. I mean, because yeah, I'm trying to. That's exactly what I'm trying to avoid yeah. by going over the side and hanging onto the rigging. Yep, it's not gonna end well. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay, um, well, if let's do the summary of uh, summarize in one sentence, and then your chance of survival, Jay. Good. Um, it was the fight back. Lead, you know, squash the zombie rebellion, defeat them with our Viking might. Um, I give ninety percent chance of survival. Okay, Brandon. Yep, we charge ahead, we take out uh, the zombies, and, you know, as long as everyone follows the game plan, we have, like, a 97% chance of survival. If if we have a a descendant, then we have, like, a 92%. It's still pretty good. Um, You know, I'm, I am now rethinking my initial strategy. <laughs> um, yeah, because... I think, well, you know, I hadn't considered all the, um, you know, the cowardice accusations and all this. My initial concern with my strategy was, is it is the boat even going to get close enough to where I could swim to shore? Like, that's a risk. Um, so I'll, I'll put my survival. Ugh. Yeah, it's going to be pretty low, probably around 10%, 5%, 10%. That's better. because. I mean, I feel like I could I could maybe talk you guys out of doing like killing, killing me. You? Okay, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> we just put out zombies. You think we're gonna listen to you? <laughs> we just. I think I could be like maybe like the wind blew me over. 
or you some or make up some excuse in our Viking Man. clan in order to even like remotely have a chance of that working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not looking good. Look, five percent isn't isn't very good. Um, no, it's way it's more not. likely that I will die. Um, but uh, yeah, that image of me being tied up and like a, a zombie being brought to me to, to bite me that that's <laughs> very evocative imagery that that will change your strategy real quick you think about that as a consequence yeah uh okay well we can wrap up that's the last one um brandon thanks for coming on any any closing brandon. thoughts or anything uh, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I'm glad I redeemed myself with that second scenario um, with the zombie apocalypse. And uh, yeah, just uh, if you like hearing me, check out my podcast, Medium Popcorn, or uh, What Kind of Mayo. Both are on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, and all that good stuff. Awesome, awesome. We'll definitely be checking that out. Uh, Jay, any, any closing thoughts? Uh, no, eat, eat something green. Eat something green. Uh, drink, drink some water. It's not going to hurt you. Um, don't be a coward. Uh-huh. How about that? Yeah. How about that one? Fight with your, fight with your team. Stick with your team. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Viscerous podcast. We out.